Thank you, Eric. I feel so festive. I really do appreciate it. Oh, Pastor, look. She got the lipstick to match. No wonder she right. wants this background. Right. She got the lipstick the to lipstick match. And, and the little brooch. And, right. The, 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 the match right and everything. Yeah. Got the little skin tone blush going on. Ooh, go ahead, girl. Ooh, what love. blush? What blush? This is, this is natural. There's no makeup oh. on this skin. Oh, so, so you just naturally <laughs> red. That's what you're saying. You no naturally red. Skin, really. You just naturally red right now. Ooh. Really? Really? Okay, okay. Welcome to the Faith, Fun, and Motivation Podcast, where we desire to bring hope through faith while healing through fun and living, laughing, and loving daily, and inspiration through holistically motivating our listeners to love themselves and others to the glory of God. Thanks for tuning in. All right. So welcome to episode three of Faith, fun and motivation where we have calvin meadows also yes, known sir. as ladies love calvin on tiktok yes, yes, 70 plus thousand followers and yeah, you, gotta let you gotta have go. you gotta let that go why would we we did the, the third man. podcast right now this the third man. podcast we gotta let this go right now come on now. i let it slide today but jesus come on Jasper. you're the man you, you have man, myself calvin. Which I have the fewest of followers hailing from South Carolina. Once again, we gotta let that go. We gotta let that go. Ray Washington. We gotta let that go. Today you have the hostess with the mostest, Erica Hill, hailing from Kansas City, Missouri, welcoming us to the month of February. So, sister, take it on. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes, it's your motivational Stella. And you know, first, you know. Fellas, I just want to come and say, you know, February is such a full month for 28 days, 29 if it's a leap year, but (laughs) we're we're working on the 28 days this month, but 28 days is a lot going on. You got Groundhog Day, you you got Valentine's Day, Fat Tuesday, all those Mardi Gras things happening at the end of the month. But the one thing that we need to make sure we're aware of is that February is the um, American Heart Month. It's it's Healthy Heart Month. So it's it's a month where landmakers, coast to coast, news anchors, neighborhoods, uh, social organizations all come together and support Heart Disease Awareness Month. And so you just want to make sure that you're donating and contributing to the, if it's the American Heart Association or whatever cause to help fight heart disease. And we definitely want to make sure we're cautious of fighting that for the ones that we love. Amen. It's Black History Month too. It is Black History Month. Yes, it is. It is Black History Month all month long. You, you mentioned that? that on the last podcast. You but, mentioned how, that on the last on. one. But how you, on the still, last one. But you hosting, you, though. How you forgive? You it's three black on folks on this one. doggone. It's three black folks on this podcast. How did you forget out of all that stuff? I will hear it. Okay, I'm I, didn't, I'm, I didn't forget Black History Month. You mentioned did it you on hear the, the last call. Did, did, 
Did you, you hear when I say that? Okay. Did you hear when I say that? Okay. It's Black History Month. I do believe we said we were going to wear something on one of our podcasts. Mm-hmm. African print. You right. Remember? You're right. Okay. Okay. Right. I'm sorry. I did say Look, that, right? We can edit. We can edit this and we can take this part out. Don't worry about it. <laughs> really? Today's podcast is brought to you by right, a black-owned take- company by the name of <laughs> Drinks by Explosion. I am holding a 50/50 lemonade and sweet tea blend that's made by Drinks by Explosion. Please go check out Drinks by Explosion, and they will explode in your mouth. Peace. Hey. There you go. I, I hope it's good because Pastor didn't give us none of that. He didn't give us none of that. So I hope it's good. Blood. And if it, it ain't, be good. Right, if it ain't, right, if it ain't, y'all, none. whoever, whoever listening to this podcast, if it ain't good, <laughs> go after Pastor Ray because me and Erica, we ain't even, that could <laughs> well, be. I'm sitting up here like, look, all I got is some water. Right. <laughs> that, that could be lemonade from Publix somewhere or Walmart. We don't know. I lead people. I don't mislead people. <laughs> okay. today's topic is what is love and as you can see we we are filled with so much love for each other we 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 go hard for each other we really do it's i'm still waiting on my drake i'm still mad and upset about that i would love (laughs) love would have had a package at my front door right now that's what love would have done. It had a package as soon as I got home to do this podcast. That's what love would have done. Okay, yeah, I'm that sorry. That would have been nice. That would have been nice. So, Mine yeah. just came yeah. today. Right, right, right. So I knew he been ordered it. Okay. And with this pen, okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Right, right. We, we digress. Okay. <laughs> Webster <laughs> defines love as strong affections for one another, for another arising out of a kinship or personal ties, um, warm attraction, enthusiasm or devotion, an unselfish, loyal and benevolent concern for the good of another. Oh, I just love that. Can I read that again? Go right ahead. An unselfish, loyal and benevolent concern for the good of another mm, 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 mm. that 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 says a lot about where love comes from i mean pastor ray do you agree with that definition and how webster defines love how would I you agree. define it I, I agree with webster uh in part because I think Webster stopped short of completing what really is love Um, because we don't know what real love is outside of God. Mm. None of us created ourselves. I love the fact that it says an unselfish care and concern for another. That's exactly what God did for Mm -hmm. all of us. He don't need none of us. And yet he has a concern, an unselfish concern for all of us. I think if if Webster could have added anything in addition to that, and I understand that Webster's is a secular uh, publication, so it's going to give as little credence to spirituality or faith as it it is. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. I would also add to the fact that love is not a feeling, it's a sacrifice. Wow. It is. It is. 
It really is. Because an unselfish to, sacrifice. Right, exactly. In order to be unselfish, that means you have to sacrifice your agenda, your priorities, your wants, maybe even your needs for the betterment of somebody else. When you think of a lifeguard that goes to save somebody, they are thinking about the other person, knowing full well that them going to risk their life to save a life, they're putting their life on the line, but they're doing so with the hope of preserving someone else's life. Right, right. Wow, wow. How does that how do you define that, Calvin? I mean, you're the single, single. Yeah, I noticed that. I was waiting for you to call me before I go off again. You see how she did that? She was reading no, no, no. all. No, wait a minute. No. She was like, Webster Dictionary says, yada, yada, yada. Pastor, how do you define? I'm like, I'm right here. Calvin, how I mean, do you define love? How do I define love? And, Honestly, I can't say that I disagree with what Pastor just said. He literally took the words out of my mouth. But I mean, love, let's be for real. Love is when you can bring somebody to toilet tissue while they already on the toilet. Okay, that's, that's, love is picking up somebody else's dirty drawers every single morning. Rolling over knowing good and well your breath stink. Oh, yes, sir. And giving them a kiss in the morning like they oh. just love. That's love. love. Telling them that that's the best cooking you ever had, knowing good and well, you're going to have to repent for that lie you just told. <laughs> see, you, you see how we do that? that I, I can't put it in a, that's that, everything that, that's the pastor that, just that's said. That unconditional love. Uncon that unconditional, unconditional love. Yeah, love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you, yeah, yeah. How else can I put it? Love is when you can see that hot light sign on a Krispy Kreme and you late for your mother-in-law funeral, but you go in there anyway. That's what love I'm done. You, you know what? I'll, I'll admit, love, love would have been me shipping you guys some lemonade. That, that, yep. That, that's it. That's it. I was that, done that, with that, but since that. we brought it back up. <laughs> I was. I try to move on, but since we brought that back up, I see that, that God has still put that on your heart. So I can't. I can't move on from that because my spirit is still troubled by that. But okay, it's, it's, still, time. it's still time. It's still time. It's still time. You, yeah. Still yeah. Time. I see. I see God is working on your heart about that. So look at him. I'm a. I'm gonna be quiet and let God do His thing about that. Right. 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 I, you know, I can't say that I disagree with either of you. I, you know, having, um, having been married and thinking you, you've, you know, found that love and there were definitely some, you know, things that you overlook when you're in love with somebody mm -hmm. you you tend to say that mm, those little things don't matter those little things aren't important and you just hope that that same unconditional love is brought back to you and a lot of times it's not so All right, so quick question real quick since you said that that triggered a question for me do you <laughs> really truly think and believe that love can be blind I think it can. I mean, I, I, I. Or do we just choose to ignore some of the 
red flags that may be in front of us or things that we may not put up with in front of us? Do we just, is love is blind or do love cause us to ignore certain things? I think I, love, go ahead, go ahead, Erica, go ahead. I think when you use the term of love is blind, I think it extends past, you know, things that you can see or can't see. I think when they say love is blind, that means love is unconditional. Love should be something that, you know, I give it freely to you. You know, it, it's, it doesn't come with, it doesn't come with red flags. It doesn't come with warning labels, you know, um, it, it, it just, it, it really happens and it there's nothing that you can do to control it when it does i don't you know i don't think i've ever thought of it like this uh calvin for you to ask do i believe that it's blind and after listening to erica and and, and processing this in real time i think true love it's impossible for it to be blind I think what it does, I think what true love does is that it chooses to overlook certain things. Um, so we, I mean, all three of us have been brought up in the church, around church, and we've heard for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So God's immediate response to the problem with sin in the world was to give. <clears throat> that was his immediate response out of love. And love is all about giving of oneself for the betterment of someone else. And so to think of love being blind really doesn't work well because love enters into a situation knowing that irregardless to a circumstance or situation, I'm going to choose always what is best for you. When you stand, and Erica, you, you can talk about this. You know, as you said, you, you, you had one marriage. When you stood across from your now ex-husband and you said, for better or for worse, for sickness and in health, till death do us part, you probably, whoever did the ceremony probably mentioned um, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, where it talks about love is patient, love is blind, is not jealous or boastful, and, and all those things. So you enter into a marriage knowing, really, I mean, at least it's being articulated as such, that you're going to have to overlook a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and so you can't say, I didn't know. You, you may not have known the specifics, like if he was going to be into drugs or if he was going to do, there are some things that just happen to come up after some refining fire brings up the bad stuff. But ultimately, you know that you're marrying or engaging in a relationship with another broken individual. Right. And so at the end of the day, and I've, I've had the, I've counseled couples through this. Marriage is sometimes about, can you manage someone else's mess? Can you deal with their mess? Because everybody got some, you got right. people that are, they, 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 they strangle toothpaste. And you might be a toothpaste roller. 
can uh, can you live with that? Can you live with somebody that literally chokes the toothpaste, whereas toothpaste at one end and toothpaste at the top, but none in the middle? Somebody that's got OCD cake. <laughs> See, but, but but when you say, when you say it doesn't rejoice in wrong. You, you gotta, you gotta be able to roll with those you, different things. Yes. If you know you live with a perfectionist, and that Hold perfectionist. Yeah. Yes. Uh, do your do your wife uh, grab it by the middle? Cause the way you cheat, just you, I felt some anger in that. And I do we need to end this podcast and talk for a minute, then come back. I just felt some anger out of that Listen, when you talked about the toupee. Calvin, to honor my beautiful bride, let me answer he your wouldn't. question. Let he me answer this on. question. He when I on. go shopping, I buy two tubes of toothpaste. I'm going to recommend that, but okay, I'm glad you figured that out. So I was going to tell She can do her with toothpaste and it, yeah. Mm -hmm. okay, on her okay. side, on her seat. Y'all have kissing her sink. We we yeah, okay. we 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 have finally in our you know middle to late forties have made it to the stage where we have two sinks in the bathroom. Praise the Lord. Yeah, that's that's a blessing. That's yes, a blessing yes, right yes, there. it is. Kissing her sink. Yeah, you know, and I wanna, I wanna, can I go back, Pastor Ray, because you mentioned First Corinthians thirteen. Yep. Four through, what is it eight? And, you know, I remember hearing, you know, after my marriage, I remember hearing about a story and it might've been something I saw online about a little girl told her mom she was in love with a boy or something like that. And, you know, her mom told her to apply first Corinthians three and wherever it said, talked about love to replace it with that boy's name. Mm -hmm. And so I like to think that I do that now when in relationships and having to, you know, really be smart <laughs> about my choices that I definitely will go through and I, I will I will read the verse, you know, love is patient, love is kind, it does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. Mm -mm. It keeps no record of wrongdoing. Come on now. Um, it love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always preserves. Love never fails. We might as well end this podcast. I mean, I, everything I was going to talk about, she just going to take over and read. So you know what? I'm out here. I'm, I'm going to just chill the rest of the podcast and just keep whatever no, y'all no, say. No, 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 no. I mean, think about it, though, Calvin. You know, how has love shaped you and, and what has it taught you about relationships that you're, the relationship that you're looking for? What has love taught me? Ooh, that's a good question. What has love really taught me? The really, the biggest thing you said, that's why I actually said um, you took everything I just said, to be patient and not to rush into anything. Uh, me being in the funeral industry, I see it a lot. And so to me, that actually scared me a lot. 
because I see the logistics and the legal part of it when I guess coming from my end and my perspective, how it's like, wow, you got so much confusion and all of this stuff and how things could have been, should have been, would have been. But it's like, okay, to be patient and find that one who I want to spend the rest of my life with. I've always had that dream from when I was a kid to be like, okay, I wanted to be where I married one person. We spend the rest of our lives together. We got kids and grandkids who are celebrating big uh -huh. mama and big daddy together. Like, okay, Everybody that's it. That. Yeah. Right. I mean, and I pray for it daily. And so not to rush into in and everything just because she got a pretty smile or she know a couple of scriptures or she's built the way that I want to or she do pick up my draws or whatever. It's like, okay, I want it to be where we love each other and to be patient and kind. And I'm like, okay, everything you just said, all of those scriptures is like defies the love that's, that's what makes me wait to have that person that I can give that love to and will receive give it back to me as well. And to right. keep that and move on for the rest of our lives. You don't see it a lot now, you know, in this day and time where people are married for 60, 70, 50 years, but that's always been a dream to be like, okay, this is it. When we say till death do us part, we can, we can say I do now. And you can go on to pick out your casket as soon as we get done, because we're going to be to death do us hard, you know, right. type of deal. So that's all for me. That's that's what defined it for me is that those scriptures you just came from is to be patient, kind. And it's like, that's what love looks like to me. Just like Pastor Ray said, you know, we all have had that familiarity with church growing up mm -hmm. and me being in the South, you didn't really see that a lot, not in my area. And it was mainly the people for me, I'm a pastor's son, so I grew up in the church. It was mainly a lot of the time, I would say about 80 to 85% of the time, those type of marriages were in church, were pastors, you know, who put that word first and were pastors and people who grew up in church. So I know I'm kind of blabbering now, but that's what love kind of has done for me you know I and I know you said I mentioned you know I kind of stole your thunder with uh the scripture oh, and you're a little salty about that so I'm gonna go ahead and apologize now Calvin for you you know I, I didn't need that last part <laughs> the world did not need to know that last part Okay, that's just like just like folks. They want to apologize. Okay, go ahead. When go it's ahead. when it's fresh, you know. Um, <laughs> I honestly believe that when when we're thinking we're in love, mm -hmm. a lot of times, what I found is that was more me than more. God. <laughs> and so, you know, I think that when I think about it, the first time was more me marrying who I thought God chose for me. But then, you know, it was clear that that wasn't a built on a solid foundation 
marriage. And that's one of the things that how love has shown me that you have to have a common solid foundation in your relationship. And without that, you're going to have a whole bunch of chaos and, and not know how to, how to manage it. And so with, with love, I, I look at building that solid foundation, having, you know, first Corinthians 13, four through eight is, is, is a foundation. And if I, if I'm to do what I'm supposed to do and believe that God sent this person for me, then this person is going to be able to feel love's place in those scriptures. You could actually take that passage all the way to verse 13, because it too is quoted during the wedding ceremony. Now they, they tend to stop short at, at eight because the, the, the verses after that may complicate the whole ceremony, but the 13th verse says this, now these three things remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these things is love. Mm -hmm. And I, the, the reason why that's the greatest, why Paul wrote that that's the greatest of things, we have to understand um, there's a law in, in biblical teaching and understanding the Bible called the law of first mentions. The, the, the law says this, <clears throat> if you want to understand what a word means in scripture, you need to find where does it appear first in scripture to understand what it was, what, it, what was meant by the word the first time it was used. Do you know the first time that the word love appears in the Bible is not when creation was happening? For God so loved the world. That's nope. in that's in John. That's in the no, New Testament. Later. Uh -huh. The first time the word love appears in the canon is in Genesis chapter 22, when Isaac has to take his son up to be, well, when Abraham takes his son Isaac to be sacrificed. Mm. It, it, it says God, God is talking to Abraham saying, take your son whom you love up to Mount Horeb so that he might be sacrificed as an offering unto me. So when you take that the first time that the word love appears in scripture is directly correlated with sacrifice, then it is hmm. upon us to then live out the word love with one another as a sacrifice. That's wow. It's not about happiness. It's not about your feelings. Love is a choice. And, and, and I mean, you can't see it as any other way when you're talking about that love is actually a sacrifice because you have to choose. Erica, you're a mom. And, and right now you are a single mom of boys. There are things that you do that you really don't want to do, but you do it because you love them and it, it's sacrifice. It's things that you have, uh, you 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 have had to deal with, because I was raised by a single mom. And and you asked Calvin earlier how his love shaped you. Love shaped me through watching my mom raise three kids by herself. She didn't graduate from high school until much much later in life. 
Because it was all about taking care of us. My father was gone fighting in Vietnam and he came back all type of messed up. And so she made it happen for us. Watching her get up early in the morning to go to work, but would make dinner for us. So that when we would come home from school, all I had to do as the oldest was heat it up for my younger brother and sister. All I saw was sacrifice. And so that was my framing for one day when I get married, it's going to cost me my life. And before I say I do, I better, I better understand that marriage is going to cost me my life. It's not about me getting my needs met. It, and it shouldn't be. And it shouldn't be. It shouldn't you know, be. That makes complete sense. That makes complete sense. Because the, the piggyback off what you just said, and it, it taught me something to be a sacrifice. I had to sacrifice this background when we <laughs> did this podcast. I had to sacrifice my image to put this background up. Pastor, that, that really touched my soul. I, I, I was listening. When you said sacrifice, I tell that the Holy Spirit was using you, man. And the fact that I had to look at this background, the fact that she got two grown men. Right. With lace lace heart backgrounds. I'm not even gonna turn it around and look at it. Then I look around like I'm in a silhouette, like we just gonna take a prom picture right now, like oh JC Penny background. Sacrifice. Sacrifice. There's like no pose with this background. Sacrifice. That you won't be up here next week. I appreciate you. <laughs> Anything for Big Sister. That's Anything. how it happens. <laughs> she can't host next week. She can't do it two times. In a row. She can't. She can't do it two times in a row. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't doing two times in a row. I wasn't doing two times in a row. If that ain't love, I don't know what is. Right. That. That's. That's. If that ain't love. I don't know what is. Y'all love me. I'm so touched. I gotta sit here another 20 minutes. I don't know that love may go out the window. This background is starting to make me itch in the back. I'm just saying. <laughs> starting to make my back itch. I gotta sit here another 20 minutes. Oh, okay. Let's 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 back in. I ain't got no back scratch or nothing. <laughs> nothing. As singles and married. As singles and married, what would you want or like them to know about love? As for single and married folks, what would you want them or like them to know about love? I'm going to be honest. Um, I'm going to keep referring back to the church. I mean, I know I ain't the faith part of this, but I'm going to keep referring back to it. For me, to what I know you can't love me unless you are in the heart of God. That's just is what it is. I can't say it or give you some college degree way of saying it. Um, because we, we, we ain't got nothing to talk about. It ain't no way. Cause that's the way I'm coming from It's from his heart. So if you're not there, you're not going to be able to receive the love that I give you properly or give it back in return. You know, so it's not like, 
you know, we're going to be sitting here just two people kicking it. Mm-hmm. You know, we might as well just go to Starbucks, uh, make a trip to Walmart. You're going to be just like one of the, I mean, even then, could we really have a true friendship if we break it down that way, if you're not in the heart of God? I think it was the first um, podcast that we did. I mentioned how I say I always prayed that God would put people in my life that are critical for my success. Mm-hmm. So if you're not, how could you be critical for my success if it's friendship, if it's business-wise, if it's for love and being a relationship, how can you be that for me, which I'm praying for, if you're not in the heart of God? So it's, it's, it's just simple as that. I can, I can keep going, but it's going to boil back down to that's what love is. Cause I need, I need, I'm a hot mess. I mean, let's just keep it live. This is Calvin. This is what you get. What you see is what you get. And I'm not perfect. So I need you to be in the heart of God, to be led by him, knowing how to deal with me Yeah. and vice versa. You know, I mean, it's kind of like, I remember, I forgot who it was. I was at a funeral and this pastor brought up, he was like, when you get a car and it needs to be maintenance, you can take it to a bootleg person or somebody who didn't make the car and they can get by you know you you can patch it up but it's nothing like when you take it back to that dealership and they actually work on it i don't have to worry about are the parts going to be in do they know how to fix it i drive a cadillac so when i go back to cadillac i know okay they're gonna have the parts that i need to fix whatever so it's kind of like okay god maybe you need to be in his heart and in his presence and know how to deal with help and vice versa Right, right. Not much to add there, Calvin, because like you said, without a relationship with God, you don't even know what love is. Right. Right. Uh, I think I think we all have done this. So we all have have you ever had a butter knife and used it to do something other than butter bread with? Like to screw something in. What like, kind of backwood stuff y'all doing? Calvin, you ain't never used what a kind of, butter knife to try to uh, tighten, nothing, a, tighten a nothing, screw or something? Nothing I'm finna admit on this um, podcast about now. <laughs> I ain't finna admit that on this podcast now. Fine, Calvin, because my, my, my sister got my back. You couldn't find a screwdriver. And so you figured you'd use the butter knife. Well, guess what? The person that created the butter knife, that's not the purpose they created for. And what I call, when you use a butter knife for any object, for a reason other than what it was created, that's called abuse. And so when you treat a person other than what God's created purpose was for them, you will abuse them. Now, it won't be purposeful abuse. It it will likely be out of complete ignorance, which is why I said a person that doesn't have a loving, growing, maturing relationship with God, they don't know love. They know lust and therefore will abuse you. So you have to ask yourself, Calvin, I know you will. I know Erica's asking that question right now with, with her guy. Hey, 
the last thing anybody wants is to be abused. And one of the ways to avoid that, if they have a loving, growing, maturing relationship with God, then he's going to treat Erica like Christ's daughter. And nobody wants to be at odds with the creator, her daddy. Right. When you don't have a relationship with the creator, you don't care how you treat that person. That is true. I think I might take it a step further because it's all from God. And I do believe that God wants you to love yourself. And I think if you don't love yourself, you can't possibly love anybody else. Right. Because one, you have, Amen. For, for someone that doesn't love themselves, they don't respect themselves. Mm-mm. They don't believe themselves worthy of anything else. They're, they're, they're in a different place mentally. Yes. That right. all they do is hurt. Hurt people hurt, hurt people. people. Come on now. Okay. Hurt people hurt people. So in order to love, you got to come from a place of love. And that place of love is God. And God gives you the right to love yourself unconditionally. And once you are pouring, you know, love is just flowing all out of you. You're attracting love back to you. I so, wish we had an organist right now to <laughs> play behind what you're saying. I, I I firmly believe that. I firmly believe that. I'll I'll even chime in on what y'all saying. If if I didn't love myself like I love myself, to know that I was worthy of something better, all right, something greater, mm-hmm. something of God, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been able to see. Yeah. Finish it. My God. (laughs) There you go. Finish it. Yeah. She just did. Don't leave the folks hanging like that. I'm not leaving them hanging. I'm not leaving them hanging. I'm not leaving them hanging. And it, I mean, Mm. it takes, it takes a lot of soul. It takes a lot of soul searching. It takes a lot of trying to find yourself and where you are mm-hmm. to be able to have love, receive love, mm-hmm. That's it. give love. Yep. Amen. So I got another question for y'all. Um, since we're recording this podcast, what does Valentine's Day look like for y'all? So, I mean, I'm the single one, so I know what I'm doing. I'm going to be stealing flowers off of people's graves and selling them on the street. So I know what I'm doing. I'm trying to make me a few extra dollars. So if y'all need some flowers, you better hit me up before Thursday so I can get them shipping a handful to you. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, okay. That, that was for you, Pastor. Uh, Erica, you just tell your guy to call me, and I take the sympathy card off and mail it to her. <laughs> you know. Sympathy um, card. Sympathy right. card, Calvin. I take it off and go on a ship it. No, <laughs> you know Valentine's Day is is, is pretty low key, so um, mm-hmm. 
Hey, tell me if you need a special car, I got one. It ain't no limo, I, but it's a special I, car. It light I, up and everything. I think he's. I think he's good. You sure? I don't mind helping. I'm. I'm. No, I'm positive. I think he's good. We ain't gotta stop at no red lights or nothing. Nope. You just keep going. <laughs> Put it right up front. VIP. Well, no. Calvin, since this podcast is likely to be aired before Valentine's Day, I can't really discuss what I'm doing. All I'm doing is that. My wife listens to this podcast. I was trying to help out. I just wanted to see if you were going right, to catch right. that. I, I, yeah, I, you know, it's been, it'll be 20 years I've been in the game, man, and I, I, I saw that coming. I'm like, uh-uh. 20 so, years past. So, so what, I, what I will say is that since Valentine's Day falls on a Sunday, that means it's going to be really hard for us to do something on Sunday because of my responsibilities as a lead pastor. And so likely what will happen, we may go out to dinner sometime Sunday after late afternoon or evening. Um, she loves seafood. Uh, so likely we'll be at somebody's seafood shack um, because I, I didn't, I didn't marry the, the, the model that likes uh, hamburgers and French fries. I, I got the one that got to have lobster and crab and calamari and all of that. So sacrifice, pastor, sacrifice, I, I, yeah, sacrifice, yes, sacrifice, sacrifice. That's yes, sir. That's, that's exactly what that that's is. Sacrifice. Bro. So basically, if I go to a fair run at the repast, they got some shrimp and stuff. I just send it to you. There you go. I just send it to you. You know, try to help out on that bill a little bit. I appreciate you. Just to help out. To help out. Well, Pastor, give us, give the folks something. We we've kind of hit a lot of stuff. Leave leave our listeners with something really inspirational about love. <clears throat> so, we've talked about how love is a a sacrifice. We talked about how and we've all in our own way encouraged people to develop a relationship um, with first being able to love yourself. And I'll say this, um, Psalms 139 is a verse where it's like literally God is telling you how much he loves you. And so <clears throat> here's what I'll tell you. Before you... Uh, and involve yourself with a relationship with anybody else, get to know the person who created you. And the easiest way to do that is just, you can Google it. If you have a Bible, turn to Psalms 139 and hear what he says about his thoughts about you. And read that every day if you have to, so that you, you can begin to love yourself. Most of us have baggage and past where we have been told some things that simply are not true about ourselves, but we've heard them enough to where we've adopted them and it has shaped how we think about ourselves. And that's made it difficult for people to love us as well as us love ourselves because if we don't think that we're worthy or we have any value, then we will put ourselves out there and in situations with people that will treat us exactly that way. 
And so if, if you develop first a relationship with the person who created you, that person being God, and learn what he has to say about you, it will free you up to love yourself in such a way that you actually will not uh, put yourself in situations where people would abuse you. Wow. So loving others first begins with a healthy love of self. And mm -hmm. the only way you're going to get to a healthy love of self is first having a relationship with God. Mm -hmm. So we are all accessible. Um, motivational Stella, you know, my, my brother, ladies love Cal and myself via this, uh, this, this podcast also on, um, Facebook as well as on TikTok. And so if, if just the thought of having a relationship with God is something you, you have questions about, please reach out to us. It's no need for you to spend another day in an unloving relationship with yourself. Right. Amen. And so we are Amen. here for the sole purpose of faith, fun, and motivation, mm -hmm. hoping that we can bring health and healing and wholeness through addressing issues with faith, through laughing at ourselves and others in a good way and being motivated to live a more holistic lifestyle where we do love ourselves and that frees us up to love others better. So we, we pray that you have a fantastic Valentine's Day, whether that's spent with someone else or you spend it loving yourself. Take yourself out on a date. Who I right. wouldn't want to take you out on a date if you don't want to take yourself out on one. Right. You that, that's what I'm doing. Time. Come on, Calvin. If you can't spend time by yourself, why should you include right. somebody in your mess? Calvin's a professional at it. Look, I can say all that, man. Say <laughs> all that. Like I ain't a... He has <laughs> an open seat at the table for her. Open seat. No, I'm a rock queen. Is that a yeah. table or two? I'm trying to sacrifice, Jesus. I'm trying to sacrifice. I'm trying to you sacrifice. did. You sacrificed the whole 45 minutes with this background. I really appreciate you, Calvin. Amen. I'm trying, I'm trying to sacrifice. Amen. If I didn't love myself, I wouldn't be here, Jesus. You wouldn't. Um, you wouldn't. Um, <laughs> we appreciate our listeners. We appreciate you following um, us, liking our content. Definitely, if you have um, topics you think we ought to dive into when the video is posted, comment on it let us know uh what you think give us a review Amen. we're definitely trying i know we were kind of all over the place over the board uh today jumping off topic a little bit but that's you know we're gonna always keep it light we're gonna always keep it um keep you on your toes <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I don't plan on staying on topic. I, that's, that's what I'm here for. I'm the wild card. I don't plan on staying on topic. It's, what you see is what you get right now. 
I'm just saying. And look, while I got the mic, look here, everybody who's listening, if you ain't following us on any type of social media, you can go ahead and follow us, especially on TikTok, because I ain't got that many followers. I need some more followers myself. Oh, be quiet. Be quiet. Be quiet. Lies, I'm talking. Lies, sacrifice yourself. Lies, sacrifice yourself. Erica, sacrifice yourself. Look, oh. follow me on TikTok at latest underscore love underscore Calvin. Follow everybody else who's on there. We just love a motivational Stella on TikTok, on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube. Nice. You on I, YouTube? I love YouTube. Yeah, she got a YouTube channel, man. These videos are gonna start showing up on YouTube. Uh oh. Mm, I want to be like you when I grow up. Mm. Right. <laughs> Man, we are thankful for each of you guys. And uh, we hope you have a fantastic weekend. And so this concludes our third installment of the Faith, Fun, and Motivation podcast. We're looking forward to seeing you next week. Same time, same channel. God bless you. Peace. We out. Peace. Peace. God bless you all.